Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? With attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark Schneider, and I want to welcome you to today's episode 119 of Say What?, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including radical teachers unions and the power they hold over the lives of our children in the public schools. My colleague, Pastor George Roscoe Jr., is still out, um, but he'll return soon. In the meantime, I'm very privileged to have as my guest someone we've had on our program before and who knows something about teachers' unions having been exposing them in her long career in public education. Welcome back, Brenda Lebsack. Thank you, Mark. It's good to be here. It's great to have you here, Brenda. I want to give a little bit of bio information on Brenda. Brenda is a public school teacher in Orange County, California, and has been teaching since 1988. She was a school board member from 2016 to 2020, She and her husband have been in Christian ministry for over 30 years. They have two grown children, one grandchild, one on the way, or maybe two grandchildren now. now. Congratulations. And Brenda also writes for various publications as well as her own website, Brenda4, that's the number, Brenda4Kids.com. So I encourage everybody who's listening to please visit her website. And it's one of those publications that brings her on the show today. In fact, during one of your previous visits, Brenda, we discussed your article in the Daily Signal entitled Preferred Pronouns and More, What I Saw at the Teachers Union Convention. Well, that article highlighted the goings on of the uh, National Educators Association. Uh, that's the oldest and biggest union in the nation today. Most people don't realize that. Uh, it was first formed in 1857. It has 3 million members and counting. In fact, the American Federation of Teachers, which is an associate organization, has a little over 800,000 members by comparison. But more importantly, the NEA is one of the most destructive organized influences on our children that there is in the country today. But today, Brenda, as you know, we're going to shine a light on another like-minded organization, the California Teachers Union, that you took issue with in an article you co-wrote with a mutual friend. Her name is Rebecca Friedrichs. In Real Clear Politics, and the article was entitled, 
Dodgers strike out with fans and kowtow with radical teachers unions. And before we start the discussion, I should probably give a bio of Rebecca. Rebecca Friedrichs is the founder for Kids and Country, the author of Standing Up to Goliath, Battling State and National Teachers Unions for the Heart and Soul of Our Kids and Country and a 28-year public school teacher who is the lead plaintiff in a lawsuit entitled Friedrichs versus the California Teachers Association, which in turn led to a very famous Supreme Court ruling in Janus versus the American Federation of State, County, Municipal Employees in 2018. And the ruling in that case was very substantial. The ruling in that case uh, that was a 5-4 court majority overturned precedent saying that public sector unions like those that represent law enforcement, state employees, and of course teachers can no longer collect what are known as agency fees from non-consenting employees. Non-union workers cannot be made to pay unions dues for collective bargaining. The First Amendment, said the opinion, is violated when money is taken from non-consenting employees for a public sector union. Employees must choose to support the union before anything is taken from them. And um, Rebecca also wrote, if I didn't mention this already, this, this famous book, Standing Up to Goliath, Battling State and National Teachers Unions for the Heart and Soul of Our Kids and Country. And that's not hyperbole, is it? I mean, it really is a battle for the heart and soul of our kids and country. Absolutely. Well, Brenda, I guess the first question is, how did the two of you team up to write this article in Real Clear Politics? What what led to that collaboration? Well, first of all, um, I was published through the Southern California um, News Group. Um, in the Orange County Register and the LA Daily News and had a very similar article that focused more on, it did bring up about the teachers union's part in um, the Dodgers decision to rescind and to award the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a drag queen nun group that mocks the Catholic Church. And they talked about the Dodgers, but I wanted to bring up in that article that it was a big reason was that the teachers union forced their hand to change their mind. Um, and that was published. So I decided to go at another level and write for the LA Times. And I um, put out an article. At first, I just kind of changed it up a little bit. They denied it. Mm. And it was because it was too similar to the last article. So I completely changed it. And then they rejected it again. So that showed me that they just don't want this to go out. So I reached out to Rebecca and she said, well, let's change this up. She has a lot more connections. And I really wanted it to go to a mainline group, not just a conservative venue. But she said, well, let's go this way. And and so we were able to co-write it together. And that's how she got it into clear politics. Well, I'm so glad you did. And I'm, I'm, we're going to read from, from that article. And then I, I have some questions for you. This is directly from the article that you, you two wrote together. According to Catholic Vote, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a vile anti-Catholic organization. That, that's what Catholic Vote says. Their motto is, and this is true, go and sin some more. That's the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And they use the cross for pole 
dances. The group satirizes Catholic beliefs for the sake of activism. They mock Easter Sunday with a hunky Jesus, foxy Mary contest. It's unbelievable. According to the Catholic League, they hold, quote, midnight confessional contest awarding the hottest confessions. Well, Brenda, initially after the invite by the Dodgers was made to them, I guess there was public fan outrage over this. They, they found out about it and which caused the Dodgers initially to withdraw the June 16th invitation. And that's when the California Teachers Association stepped in. What happened there? There was some new business item that, that they had. Yes. Well, I'm also a, I'm a state delegate for the California Teachers Association. So even though this article does say to leave the teachers union and stop tithing to it, (laughs) um, as with a thousand dollars annual fee, but I did that for a while. But then uh, I am a person of faith and I really felt like the Lord prompted me to get back in Mm. to be a voice and to be a whistleblower from the inside and to fight back. And so I do encourage teachers that if they're not going to be a voice to get out. But if they're willing to get involved and to stand up, they can have a great influence. And we need teachers like that. So when this was going on with the Dodgers, there was actually a teacher's convention for the CTA at the Bonaventure in Los Angeles. And this all happened with the Dodgers while they were having their convention. I wasn't able to go to that. But a friend of mine who I recruited in, she was also a state delegate and she was texting me of what was going on. And she sent me the new business item that they came up with saying, immediately we have to act on this and send it out to the Dodgers to stop this bigotry. And I I want to read from that new business item. It says, the CTA shall release a public statement condemning the Dodgers' recent decision to rescind the Community Hero Award for the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And and a little facts about the CTA. It's been around for a long time, 1863. It has 310,000 members, according to their website, 1,100 local chapters, 800 member state council that elects its members. Its current president is a man named David Goldberg. And the first thing you see on their official site is a celebration of LGBTQ plus Pride Month. And my question to you, Brenda, is what does the Dodgers' initial decision to disinvite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence have to do with representing teachers in the public school? Why is the CTA involved in this at all? Well, I think this action that they took really shows how radical the teachers' union is. And, you know, most teachers aren't this radical, and that's why a lot of people have a hard time believing it because everybody knows a teacher. And when they, the teachers they know typically aren't like this. Of course, we have many teachers that are Catholics, Christians, Muslims, Mormons, you know, uh, faith-based people. And they just can't imagine teachers doing this. However, it shows that the majority of the teachers They're involved in their classroom, but they say, you know, I don't want to get involved in politics. I just want to do my job. So most of them, the the length of their involvement with the teachers union is for them to get their salary perks, to get their retirement benefits, to get their health benefits. And that's as far as it goes. And because they're pleased on that end of things, they don't seek to look at the other things that their teachers unions doing. And most of them don't 
take time to read the magazines that get mailed to their houses. And that's when I started finding out um, what was going on. And that's when I started attending conferences in 2015. And I was shocked at the things that I heard. And I that's how I got to know Rebecca Friedrich, because when she had that Supreme Court ruling, Eric Hines, who was the president at the time, he called the plaintiffs of that uh, Supreme Court case spawns of Satan. And I didn't even know about the court case. So I was like, what is going on here? And that's when I got connected with Rebecca Friedrich and found out that we were part of the same association, which is the Christian Educators Association. And then I was just like, wow, I was called a spawn of Satan by my own yeah. teachers association. So it's been an activist organization for quite some time. Yes. This is nothing new. And they... um they rationalized their position for condemning the Dodgers in a, in a public statement, and I'd like to read some of that and get your response to it. Uh, this is their own document, and you cite this in your article. The rationale for condemning the Dodgers' decision is rooted in the same bigotry that's led to LGBTQIA plus books being banned, the, the letters just keep expanding, uh, drag shows being criminalized, and life-saving medical care being taken away from minors. LGBTQIA plus youth experience mental health crisis and suicidal tendencies at rates disproportionate to others due to the bigotry they experience, both as individuals and as part of a marginalized community. And this is in capital letters. Silence equals death has long been a refrain of the LGBTQIA plus community. And though it refers to refusal to acknowledge the AIDS crisis, silence in the face of the national assault upon these marginalized youths will lead to more deaths. So that's their rationale statement for condemning the Dodgers not to have the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. These are the perpetual lies that they're using to blackmail teachers in trainings saying that if we don't go along with unlimited gender choices and that plus stands for a blank check being given on sexualities. And I have some of the glossary here from Planned Parenthood defining some of these sexualities that are unbelievable. And so if we don't go along with this and bend our knee that we're creating suicide, well, that is a blatant lie because discrimination does not cause suicide. Mental health issues causes suicide. And I'm working on a piece right now with some top scholars on that very issue, Jewish and Muslim scholars. Well, we may ask to have you back on the program <laughs> to talk about that because POK's position has been for a long time that these are lies, that the medical evidence, the scientific data vastly supports the premise that the, the, the reason kids are unhappy, that they're in a mental health crisis and they're committing suicide, is not because they're being deprived of medical care to transgender, but because of the issue itself. Uh, even transitioners have complained over the years that they, they still face mental health crisis years after they've, they've transitioned. So this is in all the medical literature. But in, Catholics are not the only ones that have taken offense to this invitation to have the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence back on. Other religions have also come out against it. And again, I want to read from your article. 
Rabbi Dov Fisher, a senior congregational rabbi and law professor in California, comments in his EdSource article, the state school system established to provide a safe learning climate for all students, regardless of their ethnicity, race, language, or religious affiliation, is now, thanks to the unions, a social laboratory where students and families from devout faiths feel ostracized. And then Dr. Ahmed Soba, the chairman of the Islamic Shura Council of Southern California, an umbrella organization of 67 mosques throughout California, agreed with the rabbi on this issue. Quote, making fun of religious symbols or mocking religious figures should not be celebrated, especially by those who have the honorable job of educating our children. But the Dodgers actually did end up caving to the California Teachers Association, didn't it? Correct. Terrible. Well, Brenda, with its over 300,000 members that represents most of California public school teachers, how did the majority feel about California Teachers Association activism? I mean, the the common teacher in the classroom who's a a union dues-paying member, why do so many of them remain loyal to the CTA? I mean, you touched on this earlier, but maybe you can elaborate a little bit about it. First of all, I don't think many teachers even know really that their union has endorsed this anti-Catholic religious intolerant group, um, such as the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I'm today, even when I mentioned to teachers, they have no idea. And that's why even I really wanted to get it out in the LA Times. Um, it's kind of, I want to stop preaching to the choir. I want to get this out, but they are suppressing information and it's very difficult. You won't, I have all these teachers magazines. They never talk about that in the teachers magazines. So you're saying that most of the teachers in the system with everything that's going on in the school system are unaware of the activism that the CTA um, is participating in? I think since COVID there has been an awakening, but it's been a slow awakening. And I think when we saw the, teachers union being against the schools opening up. That was the first step Mm -hmm. um, where this isn't for the best interest of students. And then they were putting like LA unified saying we have to um, pass this and this and this, Um, you know, keeping kids hostage, putting in political agendas like defunding the police. That was an eye opener, I think for most people, but a lot of teachers still are afraid. Um, Of course they have mortgages, They have families they're supporting, and they want to keep their jobs, and they're afraid of leaving the teachers' union. Part of it is not being properly informed, that they can leave and not lose their job. They they won't lose their benefits. They won't lose their salary perks by leaving the teachers' union. Well, but they do have options if they do decide to leave the union, but they want to continue receiving benefits, right, from a union-like organization. Well, um, mm-hmm. and the fact-, fact is, I mean, I am, there's a lot of different organizations such as uh, the Christian Educators Association that I'm a part of that I only pay $250 a year in comparison to $1,000 a year in dues, and I have $2 million liability insurance where the CTA only gives you a million dollars liability insurance. So anytime if I'm challenged, which has happened, I speak out on these issues, even in my own school district, but I still have a job and the Christian Teachers Association, they come and represent me if I'm ever called into human resources or, you know, things like that. And 
I would trust them more to be my advocate than the California Teachers Association because I don't agree with the things that they are saying is in the best interest of kids, such as endorsing all these many genders where they say their genders can change like the weather based on their feelings. That's psychosis. That's schizophrenia that we're affirming to have kids identify as these many different genders with unlimited pronouns. So um, you've decided to stay in the CTA, and I'm so thankful you have because you are a voice of reason. You you are an activist uh, for rationality in the in the California Teachers Union. But for teachers who don't, um, I guess, have your same psychological profile to be willing to confront people, they do have other options. And you mentioned a couple of them. Union Exit um, is a website that is on Kids for Country that talks about some of these choices. There's the Association of American uh, Educators. There's the California Independent Teachers. And then there's the organization that you just mentioned, ChristianEducators.org which we encourage uh, teachers to go to to find out more about this organization. It's only like 20 bucks a month, right, to join. And you get $2 million in liability insurance, legal counsel, job protection, not to mention godly counsel when you're facing issues in the public schools. Absolutely. And the fact is we do need more people like myself. Um, it wasn't me that attended that teachers union, but if it weren't for that one teacher that was there, we would have never had this article written because she was there and she sent that information out so we could get it out to the public. Mm. If we don't have teachers like that, then it's very difficult to get this information out of the diabolical things that are going on within the union. And just for a funny note, so we have LGBT conferences and human rights conferences. Most of our conferences have to do with social justice issues, not with academics. And so lately, a friend of mine and I, we have been signing up to be workshop leaders and to actually teach in the LGBT conference because we want to be able to give the other side and represent the members that aren't being represented in the union and to give the facts such as Planned Parenthood just came out with the A through Z vocabulary list and one of the sexual orientations is actually having sex with dead people and it starts with an N so all you have to do is Google A through Z Planned Parenthood vocabulary glossary and you can see it's a hundred page document with 900 terms and they are the gender affirming terms are so many. And it even talks about castration is a cure for gender dysphoria. That's how radical this is becoming. And the California teachers association is right there with Planned Parenthood. So is the democratic party. It's just an arm all the same of unified messaging. Uh, I'm speechless. It's, it's it's really unbelievable what's going on. And yet so many parents still have their heads buried in the sand. They're not willing to confront these issues. But it is a reality, and it's going on everywhere, and it's affecting our kids in the public schools. Well, Brenda, I think uh, we've run out of time for this episode, but I want to thank you so much for your willingness to come on the program and expose what's going on in our public schools particularly through the California Teachers Association and the, and the unions in general. I would like to ask you to stay on so we can talk about another issue that you've uncovered for our next episode, if you're willing to do that. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you again for um, being with us on this episode of Say What. Um, as usual, we want to encourage you to go to our website, protectourkidsnow.org. 
where you can find more about this particular topic and many more issues affecting our kids in the public schools. I'm Mark Schneider. Thank you. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? 